You're listening to The Fit Habit, where we explore how to stay well and fit well after 40. My name is Karen McGill. I'm the host of the show. Let's get to it. Well, hello there. It's Karen from The Fit Habit. And today we are talking all things getting fit, meaning like lean and sculpted physiques at home, in your basement, in the corner of your bedroom, uh, in your living room, (laughs) in front of the fireplace, wherever you have like at least 25 square feet of space, meaning five feet by five feet. Like a small space is all you need to get this done and Right now, as we are at the top of 2021 still, lots of gyms are still closed, lots of people are still staying home, and I suspect long after the herd immunity of coronavirus uh, completes itself, that people will continue to work out at home because they're going to see the benefits of it. So I thought that this was a very valuable uh, discussion to have, just on the off chance that this might be interesting to you. And I know some people love going to the gym because they love the camaraderie and the energy, and that's great. If that's you, rock on with your bad self. This is probably not going to be your favorite episode, but it's still very helpful to know this stuff because we can't always get to the gym when we want to. Today, there's like freezing rain here in Austin, which is weird. Uh, and we couldn't go to the gym even if we wanted to. And we canceled our gym memberships when the coronavirus first started to um, stir up last year. So, but I want to start with a little bit of history first so that you know where I'm coming from on this. I have been a home workout enthusiast for almost ever. Uh, so early on in my fitness endeavors, when I first lost 80 pounds, I was just sort of making fitness up as I went along. Uh, This was long before the internet. So, you know, I was jogging, quote unquote jogging in a pair of cheap $5 kids. Uh, I was walking. I was doing whatever I could. And then I did finally end up joining a gym and just ended up running around the track that ran around the circumference of the gym because I didn't know what else to do. And I didn't want to walk up to any piece of equipment and look, uh, you know, as though I didn't know what I was doing, which was exactly (laughs) the case. So it took me a long time to actually, uh, you know, start figuring out what weights were and then how to use them. And of course, I never really had a plan or anything like that. I would just go in and sort of like play with whatever gym equipment looked interesting in the moment. And as a result, I mean, I lost weight. I absolutely did. Most of that was nutrition-based, but uh, I did, um, you know, gain some level, mediocre level of fitness. It really was not until I was into my 40s, folks, that uh, I really understood the value of strength training, lifting weights, what to actually do at a gym. (laughs) Um, It was a big evolution for me because, like I said, I did a lot of um, playing around in gyms. And then uh, I also mostly just ran. It was one thing I knew how to do. I could do it anywhere. It was very simple. Throw on your shoes, one foot after the other, and off you go. And that did help me take off the 80 pounds and keep it off. However, I didn't have the most spectacular physique. I will be quite honest with you. I was like a big old skinny fat. Uh, I was quite soft all over. And um, I remember getting my uh, fat measurements once and learning that I could have, it was almost pre-diabetic, even though I didn't look fat. I'm quite tall. Uh, I was carrying a lot of body fat. It was around 25% body fat. And um, that is pre-diabetic. So, uh, it was at that point that I realized I really needed to do something. And I also wanted to look better. We had just come back from Italy. I think it was 41 going on. No, I was 41 at the time. Just come back from Italy. And I had eaten every single carbohydrate in that country. And I was not sad about it. It was awesome. But you could look, by looking at me, you could tell it too. And 
uh, I ended up picking up a workout program quite randomly when I was at the hairdresser. And the hairdresser, she was a really fit gal. And I remember her saying to me, because I was telling her, you know, oh, I'd like to like get in shape and be toned. She was very toned. Like she had great muscle development, not like scary, bulky muscle development, but just sculpt it. Like that's the term I use for somebody who you can kind of see lines in their muscles, but it's beautiful and it's curved and it's lean, but it's beautiful and it's shapely. That's how she looked. And I was asking her about that. And she said, you know, most of it's nutrition, some of it's lifting weights, but you just have to decide. And I remember her saying those words to me, you just have to decide to do it. At the same time that I was watching a P90X infomercial. <laughs> and uh, I don't know why, but at this, like there was some sort of synergistic magic happened there. And I ended up buying P90X off of um, eBay. And I had a couple of dumbbells at home, so I had enough to get myself started with the program. And that was my first foray into lifting weights with intention around a plan and a program. This was a while ago. Like this was, I was 41-ish, so it's about 10 years ago now. And uh, it was at that time, you know, that I was just starting to get into this intentional uh, lifting weights with a plan, with a program where I was actually doing like something on a plan every day. And it was hard. Uh, it was hard because the plan was hard, but it was also hard because it was six days a week and I was not used to working out that much. And it was very different than what I was used to. I was used to throwing on my earbuds and going for a run where this was me listening to this instructor walk me through various different motions with postures and things that I wasn't that familiar with. So uh, I finished that program and I got really good results from it. And more importantly than the physical results, I had like this real sort of mental transformation. I had no idea that lifting weights and strength training could actually transform your mindset and your confidence level. This was something that was not in my purview before. I definitely gained confidence over the years losing 80 pounds. Anybody would. But actually starting to lift weights gave me a different kind of confidence and a, a different sense of strength. And I found that very appealing. And I ended up going to a bodybuilding competition just as on a whim, uh, as a, as a, not a participant, but as a viewer. And I sat in the back of this auditorium and I thought that's exactly what I wanted to do. And from there, I hired myself an online fitness coach and it was on the Donkey Kong. Now I had already built that habit of working out six days a week. I built a habit of doing cardio and strength training, but working with a coach helped me dial it in that much more. And it was part of a big group where, uh, you know, we were all kind of working towards the same goal to step on stage to do a fitness competition. I wasn't going to participate as a bodybuilder. I was going to do bikini, which is a much different um, level of participation. It's not big, huge muscles, but uh, muscular nonetheless. Uh, anyway, throughout that training program, I had to be in the gym for it, for the majority of it, because a lot of it was lifting heavy weights. It was using machines. And I was back in the gym, not loving it, hating every minute of it. Any day that I could do my program from home, I absolutely would. Like things, my, my, the days that I worked on shoulders and biceps and things like that, where you're primarily using dumbbells, I had that at home and I always looked forward to those, those days at home. So I did, I completed the fitness competition. I had, you know, been working out at the gym now for a year and I was just done with it because it was so hard to motivate myself to get to the gym. 
I didn't like being at the gym. I didn't like the noise. I didn't like the people. I didn't like how cold it was. I didn't like the music they played. I didn't like having to wait for equipment. I didn't like having to drive there, find parking, get stuck in LA traffic. Same thing on the way home. Hated everything about it. If I could work it at home, I could roll out of bed in my PJs, get it done before breakfast. Working out fasted just gives you a little bit more of a fat burning edge. And you get it done and it's done for the day. And you don't, you don't have that mental drama around it. It was always mental drama when I was going to the gym. But when I decided that's it, I'm going to commit to being someone who works out at home, like without exception. And I invested in pieces of equipment that, you know, was going to help me on my journey. Then that was it. I was done. I was like, this is me moving forward. So I have been long, very, very long story short, working out at home for a very long time now. And I freaking love it for the reasons I described. There's no mental drama. If you struggle to get to the gym, either because of weather, time, kids, um, affordability, uh, it's too far away, you don't have a car, any of those reasons, this is going to help you get around that issue so you can be consistent with your workouts and get the body that you want. And uh, I'm really excited to share this because there's one thing that I love to talk about, it's home workouts. So I'm going to talk about the first, the equipment that you should think about getting and why, and then we'll talk about workouts afterwards. I'll also address cardio, but that's a lot simpler to do at home because if you're a runner or a cyclist or anything like that, and that is your primary mode of exercise, I still think you need to be strength training. I don't care what you do, especially if you're a woman over the age of 40 or 50, you have to be strength training. Let me start right there and why you want to start training, strength training, first day of the new lips, why you want to strength train. Um, not only does strength training help you accelerate the fat loss process, and I think the majority of my listeners that's where their heads are. They want to lose fat. Um, they're not really thinking about um, body composition, which is how much of your body is made out of muscle, how much of your body is made out of fat. And the more your body is made out of muscle versus fat, the better it looks, the better it feels, the better it operates, and the younger you will look right into your 70s and 80s. If you want to look and feel your best your entire life, you need muscle for that bottom line. So, um, strength training and building muscle will also help you with your postural alignment over the course of your life so that you're not bent over like a C when you're in your seventies. It's going to help you with bone mass and, and maintaining bone mass. It's going to help you with mitochondrial health, which is going to help you look younger. It's going to help you build collagen, which is going to help you look younger. It's going to, um, improve your metabolic health, which is going to help you eat more, tolerate carbs better, uh, not become pre-diabetic, you know, reduces your chances of, um, you know, cardiovascular disease, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It also, from a hormonal perspective, weight training helps you improve your leptin levels. Leptin is your metabolic hormone. When you have lots of leptin in your body, you're not hungry. When you have very low levels of leptin in your body, you are freaking starving all the time. And you're not starving for broccoli and chicken. You're starving for chips and crackers. We know how that goes, right? And you know when your leptin levels are low is when you've had woken up from a really crappy sleep. That night you got no sleep. The next day you were craving like all the chips and all the crappy stuff. It's because your leptin levels are low. 
You need sleep seven to eight hours a night to improve your leptin. You also need um, a good diet, obviously, but you also need to strength train. All of these things are very pro-leptin. So if you want to improve your hormone profile, and if you're perimenopausal or menopausal, you're definitely probably complaining about your hormones. This is the hormone that you want to Google, learn, understand, and work towards. Work on your leptin levels, and weight training will help you do that. So I hope I have convinced you at this point that weight training is really good, really important for those of us in our uh, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, beyond. It's great for everybody, but especially us uh, more mature ladies. So the next thing that you're going to want to do is have a plan. Like, what are you going to do? So some of you are beginners. You've never weight trained in your entire life. I've been there. I know what that's like. Some of you are fitness enthusiasts that are, you know, not able to go to the gym right now because of, uh, because it's closed and you need solutions from home. So I'm going to give you solutions based on either one of those. I'm going to start with, let's start with equipment first, and then I'll talk about planning and programming. So from equipment perspective, at a very basic level, let's say you live in a studio apartment and you've got zero room, man, like zero room. You can maybe push the couch out of the way a little bit and then you've got a little five by five space, right? That is all you need. That is all you need for your strength training and your cardio. So at a basic minimal level, I would recommend that you invest in, and I will also tell you where to buy all the stuff, so hang tight. I am, uh, recommend you invest in three sets of dumbbells. Dumbbells are the, the, like the, the smaller weights that fit in your hand versus a barbell that is one big long bar with weights on like plates on either side of it. That's a barbell. A dumbbell is the ones that you hold in your hand on either side and you usually hold two of them. So you've got equally distributed weights. I recommend if you are just starting out and you have never done any sort of weight training before, get yourself a, a set of lightweights and I recommend between a five and an eight pound weight for your lightweight, a medium weight between a 10 and a 15 pound, and a heavyweight between, let's say, 20 to 25 pounds. Now, those higher, like the 25, the 20s, the 15s, you are eventually going to get there, and you're going to get there hopefully pretty fast. Um, So somebody who's, you know, a seasoned weightlifter is going to think, why would you tell somebody to buy a five to eight pound set of dumbbells? (laughs) Um, that is a great place to start. When you're doing fine, finer muscles, like your triceps, which is the back of your arms, when you are working those, they are not very strong and they don't need an, like a great deal of weight or load to get them to work to failure. And I will talk about what work to failure means in a minute. So um, I don't want you to go overly zealous on your weights, um, but I do want you to have enough weight that you're challenging yourself. When I say work to failure, that means let's say you're doing squats. I think we all know what squats are. And let's say you're holding dumbbells when you're doing your squats. So you've got a dumbbell in either hand, let's say 15 pounds in each hand, and you're squatting, you're going down and up, down and up, and that's 30 pounds total that you're squatting with. Um, if you can do 10 to 15 reps with 15 pounds, holding 15 pounds in each hand, and you could immediately do 15 more, then you are squatting way too little. What I mean by to failure is that if you're doing 10 to 15 reps and you're going to do that three different times, so that's sets, right? So you'll do 15 squats, rest for 60 seconds. That's one set. 15 squats, rest for 60 seconds. That's your second rep. I hope that that makes sense in terms of what's a rep versus a set. A set is an accumulation of reps. 
Um, if you get to the end of your 15 reps and you could do more, then you're not lifting heavy enough. So your legs are very strong. Um, you want to go heavier on your legs, even if you're, you know, getting started, but you want to make sure that in your last set of your last 15 reps, I'll put your follow me here, that you are like, I am leaving everything on the floor. I am, I could not do another rep at all. If you already have weights and you're finding that you're doing your squats and at the end of your sets, you can still do more, then do more. Go to failure. Ideally, you know, you want to be in the range of like 10 to 12 or up to 15 reps per session or set. Uh, but if you have really light weights, I want you to keep increasing that volume. Just keep going with those squats until you get to the point where I cannot do another squat more. That is when you are going to start seeing results. You're going to start seeing muscle toning because you are tearing your muscle fibers, which sounds kind of scary, but it's not. Not until you are pushing yourself to the point of failure are you recruiting enough muscle fiber in your body to change the shape of your muscle. So for example, your glutes, you probably don't want saggy glutes. You probably want nice perky glutes. Well, that means you need to recruit muscle fiber in your glutes in order to build them so that they're nice and round and perky. You're not going to do that, you know, busting out 15 reps of a squat or whatever kind of glute exercise you're working on and feeling like you could run a marathon afterwards. You absolutely have to feel like you could not do another squat. So I hope that's clear. So when you're buying weights, you want to keep that in mind. I would recommend go to Target, go to their sports section, or go to um, any of the sporting goods stores around you, uh, and go to the weight training session sections. Um, you can also end up buying your weights on Amazon, but it's always good to like actually practice with real real sets. Go into the store, grab two 15s, two 15-pound dumbbells, and do 10 to 12 squats right there in the store. If you could do that and then like do a million jumping jacks afterwards, then you need heavier weights. Now the downside is that the heavier your weights become, the more expensive they are. So you need to be prepared to invest a little bit. But if you're brand spanking new to weight training, 15 to 20 pound weights, one in each hand, so 30 to 40 total, is going to be more than enough for you to squat with at home. So I went on a little bit of a tangent there. I want to come back to... What is the bare minimum you need to buy if you're a beginner? Again, a, a set of light weights, five to eight pounds, a set of medium weights, 10 to 15 pounds, and a set of heavy weights, 15 to 20 pounds or 25 pounds, depending on how strong you are already. And the best way to do that is to go into a store or find yourself, um, borrow somebody else's weights or pick up something that's 10 pounds and do 10 squats with it. How does that feel? Like kitty litter, potatoes, I don't know, whatever you have in your house that's 10 pounds. Pick up something that's 20 pounds and squat it. See how that feels. See what I mean? You just want to kind of get the sense of what your body can tolerate. If you're more advanced, you probably know um, what you're squatting. But again, I recommend that you have a set of light dumbbells, whatever is challenging for you, but in the light realm that you could do like tricep kickbacks with or, um, you know, something that's medium that you could do a medium weight that you could do a bicep curl with. So that's probably going to be, you know, a set of between eight and 10 pounds for your light set of 15 to 20 for your medium, set of 20 to 25 for your heavy, or even heavier. It depends. Everybody's different. We're all starting from different points. And these things are something that you will always have in your, your repertoire of home gym. So there is, it's never a waste to have these. So that is what I think is the primary thing that you need for, um, 
you know, seeing real results at home, that and a set of bands. And I'm going to create a blog post that lists out all of the stuff so you even know where to click through and find, you know, the right bands and the right weight, weight sets uh, at a great price. I will link all of that in the blog post that accompanies this. It'll be in the show notes and it'll also be, if you look at your app where as you're listening to this, um, and you'll see a hyperlink, it'll take you there and you can go clickety click by it all. And then the UPS man will have to drag it to your house, the poor guy. Uh, but I'm going to break here for a second, take a drink of water and I will be right back. Y'all know that I love to make fitness a habit and the way that I do that is to work out at home. My workouts are fun, easy to get to, and they're efficient. I get them done in 30 minutes and I get great results. I do it all on the Beach Body On Demand app. I do it in my basement, so I just roll out of bed. It doesn't matter how hideous I look, I go down there and I get it done and I feel so much better for the rest of the day and I get results. Now you can try this too, especially if you're a beginner and you're intimidated to go to a gym. This is a great way to dip your toe in the fitness water. And if you're an expert or somebody who really loves working out like me, then you're going to find all kinds of advanced workouts on the application as well. There's over 700 different programs on this app and you can get it all for free for 14 days using the link in my show notes. So head to the show notes now, click on the Beachbody On Demand app, free 14 day trial and get started today. And who knows, you may just fall in love with fitness. Okay, we're back and we've covered the basics of what you should have for your home gym. Whether you're beginner, intermediate or advanced, you at least wanna have three sets of weight, light, medium, heavy, and a set of good bands that will challenge you with all of your glute workouts and a few other things as well. That's the basics. And also a mat can help too, a yoga mat or something like that. Um, but all of that stuff can fit in your underwear drawer or the, the bands. Uh, or roll it under your sofa or bed or something like that. You need zero space for those to store those things. So um, there's no excuses with that uh, that's minimal setup. And I will tell you exactly what to do with them. So stay page, stay with me here. Uh, but beyond that, I want to talk about some little extras. Now maybe you have like extra room in your house and extra resources and extra interest in building out a little space. Um, these are some other things that I have in my gym, my home gym, and. Uh, I love them and I think they're invaluable. I'll go through all of them. First thing is um, a bozu bowl. Now a bozu ball is, imagine, you know those big, like they're almost, I think they're called yoga balls and um, you can sit on them, you can bounce around on them, you see them in gyms and they're just a big ball. Uh, a bozu ball is that cut in half with like a, a solid base. So imagine like a solid piece of plastic and then there's a big bubbly ball over top of it. I don't even know how to explain it, but it's just a dome, basically. So half of it is flat, half of it is round and is rubber, and you can jump off it and you can use it as like a bench when you're doing all kinds of different weighted exercises. Um, it's just, it's a really good thing to have so you can sort of angle yourself to, at different ways. And it's also just, it weighs about, I don't know, about 20 pounds. You can also use it in a variety of different hit workouts. So I love having a Bozu ball. TRX which is a suspension system, is also a great thing to have. Now, you may know what that is because it's pretty popular. If you don't, it's basically a strap. It's a strap with two, it's two straps that's, um, that join at the top and you hook it onto a door and you can use these straps without have the handles on the end of them to pull yourself up 
or you can, uh, so you can do a bunch of different exercises with your hands. You do, you can stick your feet into the little handles and you can do all kinds of movements that way. So it's called a suspension system. So basically you're suspending one's like aspect or area of your body and you're using the other area of your body as weighted leverage to get a whole bunch of workouts. Now you're probably thinking, well, what the hell is she talking about? And don't worry about it because I will give you resources for all of these things in the blog post. The next thing is an ab roller. This is very 70s, very Jane Fonda, but very effective. It's basically, imagine a rolling pin, only the pin piece is not uh, like a 12 inches long. It's one inch long and it's a wheel. So it's got the handles on either end and a little wheel in the middle. And you roll your, you're sitting on your, you're kneeling on the ground and you have your hand on either side as you would a rolling pin. And you roll that sucker out and your whole body goes straight out and it engages your core on a level you have no idea <laughs> how challenging it can be. And then you roll yourself back in again. And it is fantastic for targeting your, your abs. Um, the next thing is a kettlebell and that is basically like a big round, like it's a, it's a, imagine a kettle, you know, like you've got the base of the kettle and then you got a little handle only weighs like 30 or 40 pounds. That's what a kettlebell is. And you swing it around and, uh, there's lots of fun kettlebell exercises out there. It's not a necessity. It's a fun thing to have. They're quite pricey though, I will say. The next thing to have, and I just bought one of these from my gym and I love it, is a bench. If you've ever been to a gym, you've seen in front of the weight racks, they've got these benches that, you know, the back can go up or down so you can be kind of sitting and um, sitting and leaning back on it, or it can be flat and you can do like a bunch of like supine, just lying down exercise on it. I bought mine for about 150 bucks. It was on sale. It's great. It's very light. It collapses. So it will slide into like small places. You can stick it in the closet when you're done with it. Um, and it came assembled. I was very worried that I was going to have to put this thing together. Uh, and it's fantastic. And it's, it's just, it's wonderful. And I can do all kinds of stuff with it. So highly recommend the bench. Um, and then, uh, if you want to get super fancy, you could buy yourself a squat rack and, um, a barbell and a bunch of like weights that you would put on the end of, of that barbell. Um, that takes up a lot of space and, uh, it can be quite cumbersome. And when the one thing I will warn you about when you are thinking about building out a home gym is that wherever you go next, uh, assuming, you know, that you, there's moves for you somewhere down the line it's going to be very difficult to move this stuff. And if you want to, you know, sell it on Facebook marketplace, then you run the risk of having weirdos coming through your house and stuff like that. So with, with whatever gym equipment you decide to buy for yourself for home, just be thoughtful around, you know, how long am I going to be in this space? How easy is this going to be to move? And is it going to be something I hang laundry off of um, six months down the line? And I'm speaking more about cardio equipment there. And I will get into cardio equipment, I believe, in part two of this podcast because it's just going to be too much to cover in one podcast. So let's kind of recap here. Like I said, very basic. All you need are a couple of dumbbells and a band and a mat at the very basic level, and then fun things that are fun to have but not necessary. Bozu ball, TRX suspension system, that ab roller, that's really cheap. It doesn't take, um, and it doesn't take up any space, so that's a good thing to have. Uh, kettlebells, a workout bench, a squat rack. Oh, another thing that I think is really effective, if you want to work, 
your upper body, like your lats, your biceps, your um, triceps. Like if you want shapely upper body and just want to build overall strength, a um, pull-up bar is a great thing to have. Now the pull-up bar I have, and I will put it in the blog post, it is, you put it together and it actually hangs off of a door frame. And don't worry, it will not rip your door frame off no matter how heavy you are because my husband dangles on it and he's well over 200 pounds and it doesn't rip the door frame off. Your door frames are very strong. But it just, it leverages your the lip of your door frame and it just um, clips into it. So there's no drilling on your walls or anything like that. It's easy. You can like snap it in or snap it out. Um, I used to have it in our old house on the entrance to my closet door so that every time I went into the closet, I would try to do a pull up. And it was just a great way to have that in my life because I mean, how many times you go into a closet every day? Probably quite a few. In the house that we're in now, our ceilings are really tall and our doors are really tall. So I can't even do that. But downstairs in the basement uh, in our gym, I've got it uh, in the bathroom entry. And it's just it's there and I use it all the time and I struggle with pull-ups so much like you have to have a lot of physical strength to do it but it's a great goal to practice so that is the equipment that you need now let's talk about okay Karen I've got all this stuff what do I do with it I think that you're going to need as I mentioned at the top of this podcast a really solid weight training plan that can have cardio blended into it or you can do cardio separately, or you can do cardio not at all. Some people don't need to do cardio. Um, if you're doing your weight training uh, in a way that is fast and you're incorporating like plyometrics or something in your weight training, you don't even need to do separate cardio. You absolutely do not need to do cardio on top of it. So if you hate running or you hate cycling or anything like that, uh, like there's a, there's a solution here for you. Now, Let's talk to the beginner for a second. Let's say you've never weight trained before. You were like me, my first time going into the gym when I was like, huh, what does this piece of equipment do? Uh, what you, I would recommend for you, if you can't have a personal trainer come to your house, and let's admit it, most of us can't, uh, then what I would recommend is investing in a program with a video, a video-based program where you're actually watching somebody go through the motions with you. I recommend this for a couple of reasons. A, you don't have to think about anything. All you're doing is watching somebody else and you're doing the same thing they're doing. B, they're going to have a program that's set up for you. It's periodized, meaning you start on day one being like marginally hard and every day gets a little bit harder therein. And they're also thinking about which day should be your leg day, which day should be your upper body day. Somebody else is thinking through your planning and your programming so that you're going to get optimal results without having to learn how to do any of this stuff. You just need to follow the person on the screen. The other beauty of this, <laughs> and this is why I do mostly video-based workouts, um, now that I'm older, my, my eyesight sucks, and I'm always wearing my reading glasses, but I hate having to work out with reading glasses. So uh, I have to put them on to look at, if I have a like a, just a printout of a, a program that I'm looking at, I've got to put my glasses on, I've got to read it, and if I don't know what the move is, then I've got to go to YouTube and figure it out and then come back and do the actual workout and then I don't remember what the next thing is because I'm also 50. Uh, and then, you know, like I'm always constantly referring back to my paper and going to YouTube if I don't know what the, the move is. Um, that is you know, it just doesn't flow very well. Sometimes I do it and it's fine, uh, but sometimes it's just a pain in the tuchus. So I highly recommend video-based programming. 
the two platforms that I recommend the most are um, OpenFit and Beachbody. Now, I don't know if you're familiar with either one of those brands, and if you are, um, you may or may not like them, but if you don't like them, um, I want you to go back and give them a second chance because they they sell all kinds of things like the Beachbody sells clothes, they sell supplements, they sell a bunch of stuff. Their workouts are the best in the industry bar none. It's pretty much all I've used for the past 10 years since doing my fitness competition and P90X is actually one of the, the, the program that I originally told you I found out about. That's also a Beachbody program. They've been around for about 15 20 years doing home workouts, they know this this space better than anyone. Like I know there's Peloton is out there as well. There's a whole bunch of them now. You can buy like a mirror that has, you know, workouts on it. I don't know why you would do that because if the mirror breaks, your whole thing's gone. Um, this Beachbody is by far the best. OpenFit is also owned by Beachbody. It's a little lower end in my opinion. Um, Beachbody is $8.99 a month for the membership. Uh, open fit is $8 a month for the membership, but I think the value in Beachbody is a lot better for the extra 99 cents a month you pay <laughs> nine bucks. You can afford this and you're going to have any kind of workout you want. They have amazing strength workouts and I will walk through the ones I think would be best for you. And I'm not just talking to beginners here. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you are like ninja fit, uh, try doing six weeks of the work and you will be humbled. I kid you not, they're very, very hard, um, but not all of them are hard. So if you're a beginner, don't worry about it. Um, I think that that is the best way to go. Now, if you don't want to follow a video, if you prefer to follow like a plan, a printed plan, that's fine too. I've got plans on my website. You can go to any of your favorite fitness uh, people and most of us have programs you can purchase and download and follow and you know rock on with your bad self. So either way you decide to go, is great as long as you are lifting weights four to five times per week and you can either split it up as in doing upper body one day, lower body the next day, full body the next day after that, or you can do like a traditional um, bodybuilding split where it's like chest and tries one day, biceps and shoulders another day, legs another day, you know what I mean? Um, it depends on what you, works for you, but I do recommend no matter how skilled or beginner you are in lifting weights, Beachbody is by far the best in the industry. I do have a link. I will have it in the blog post as well if you want to try it for two weeks. Um, you do have to put your credit card in and then you have a, they won't charge your card for two weeks. And then if you find a program, I'm going to list off my favorites now. You find a program you like and you want to keep doing then do it. It's nine bucks a month. You can afford that. And let me tell you, let me walk you through the value of working out from home, which is something I have not yet addressed. <sighs> I'm talking a lot here. <laughs> um, an average gym membership can cost you, I mean, if you found something super cheap, good for you, but the majority of them are somewhere between $30 a month to $100 a month per person. Here in Austin, the gym that we were at was like a basic gym and our couple's membership, my husband and I, we were paying like $70 a month. $70 times, um, what, 10 months is $700. And then it's like, what, $840, $840 a year? $840 a year, you can buy all the equipment that I, not all the, like the, the fancy equipment I mentioned, but like the weights and the bands and a mat will run you maybe like 150, 200 bucks. You could probably get on face, Facebook Marketplace for $50 for the whole thing. Um, and then nine bucks a month 
for your membership to this online platform where you can log in and stream these workouts. So you do need either Wi-Fi or the ability to download the workouts to your iPad, phone, computer, so you can bring it to a place where there is no Wi-Fi if that's your situation. Either way, it's not like CDs or anything like that. Everything's over the internet these days. So now that um, I've told you what to buy and I've told you the best way to get a program, I'm going to tell you the best programs on Beachbody. But first, I need to take a sip of tea. Excuse me. Um, okay. If you are a beginner, I want you, I invite you. I, sh- I, I hate sounding bossy. No, I want you to do these ones. I want you to start with 21 Day Fix on Beachbody. Now, there's two versions of this. There's actually four versions of it. I want you to do 21 Day Fix. Not 21 Day Fix Extreme, 21 Day Fix. You can do the real-time version or um, the regular version, but make sure it's not the extreme version because that's going to make you cry. So starting with 21 Day Fix is going to give you a really good idea of what it feels like to lift weights um, most days of the week, but is also a great program in the sense that there's yoga and Pilates and weightlifting and cardio all wrapped up into one program. And all you need are those dumbbells, light, medium, heavy, and some bands. And you can get amazing freaking results from that program. I do the extreme one, like I, I think I've cycled through it around eight times now, over the years, I have gotten the best results from that program better than I got when I did my fitness competition. And I'm sure you've seen like bikini competitors wearing the itty bitty bikinis and all dark tan on stage. I got a better result doing 21 day fix extreme than I did doing my bikini competition program. And I did it at home with very minimal equipment It is awesome. Now, the reason it's awesome is because, like I said, the company has been in this business for a long time and they know how to get people results. Also, the trainers they get are really freaking good trainers. So it's not like Joe Schmo in your neighborhood trainer. Like these are people that have been in their industry for a long time. They study the technology and the uh, what's latest and greatest in the fitness field and they audition and they have to be really smart and really fit and know what they're talking about in order for Beachbody to invest in them to do these programs. So Autumn Calabres, she's not my favorite gal in terms of listening to her because she's got a bit of a squeaky voice. But that girl knows how to put together a fitness program that will get you results. So if you are new, do 21 day fix, period. If you are not new, if you're somebody who's lifted weights for a while, uh, I recommend 21 day fix extreme to get started. Those are three week programs. The free membership is only two weeks, but you'll get like a good majority of understanding what it feels like before you decide whether or not you want to invest in the program and keep going forward. Keep in mind, when you invest in Beachbody On Demand, you get all of the programs. Everything is included on that app, not just that one workout uh, for nine bucks a month. Uh, when you've done that, I then recommend 80-day um, obsession. And there is a, like a beginner 80-day obsession. There's the main thing, which is 80 days long. And then there's one when you're done that and you want something a little bit even more. It's called a little more obsessed. Um, so there's like a whole bunch of programs around that. I recommend those. I recommend, um, if you are advanced six weeks of the work, uh, there is a preamble to that workout, which is called uh, four week prep. 
it's the same trainer and it's like a little bit of a dumbed down version so that you don't cry after every workout. Uh, but both of those workouts are extreme, really good, and will get you killer results. Um, there's a new program right now that uh, is a bit of an upgrade because it's just recently released and it's called Nine Week Control Freak. It actually requires um, some other equipment that I didn't mention here, so I don't think you would want to start with that anyway. But those are just a couple of, of programs that I have done all of them and uh, I've gotten the best results from. They will, I don't care who you are, you will get great results from those. So that's where I want you to start. OpenFit, I mentioned that as well. There's some great programs on there. I'm not as familiar with it, but I did try it out and I just found that it didn't have as much value. It's not as old. The program is only, like the platform is only a few years old. So there's not as many um, workouts on it. There's not as many like good trainers on it. So if you're going to start with one, start with Beachbody. Peloton also has an online app, but be forewarned. It's not a program where it's going to tell you on Monday you do this, on Tuesday you do that, on Wednesday you do this, Thursday you do, you understand what I mean? That's a program where somebody else is thinking through what you're doing for either, you know, three weeks, eight weeks, 80 days, whatever it is. Um, And Peloton, you click on a workout and you do that workout and you're done. And I find that that is far less effective. And there's also Peloton's like $14 a month, whereas Beachbody's nine bucks. So the value there is um, like unquestionably better. (sighs) I feel like I've talked a lot. So that is where I think you should start. Next week, I'll break down cardio, why you should do it, where you should do it, how you should do it. It's a lot easier because you don't necessarily even need equipment for cardio. I'll also talk about cardio equipment and Peloton and all that good stuff. But for now, I just want you to go out and focus on getting that, the three sets of weights and the bands and the mats and the Beachbody platform and or another weightlifting training program that you prefer to do from whatever you know person that you want to do it from. And I'll put a link to my own there too. I hope that's helpful. I hope you have a great day. I will see you next Sunday. And feel free to um, connect with me at The Fit Habit on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest. That's my website, all the things. Ask me questions. If you're over 40, if you're over 50, this stuff is so important. And I implore you, no matter how out of shape you feel right now, you can absolutely get to an amazing place where you feel, feel your best, look your best, and you are running like a lean, green, fit machine, and you deserve that. So have a great week, guys. I'll talk to you next week.